Music for this episode was created by me, which was only possible because of listeners like you. Go to patreon.com slash silzero for more details. That's S-I-L-C-E-R-O. Silhouette Zero, episode 48, Droid Menagerie. After stealing a prototype TIE interceptor, Quick and the crew of the Spice Wolf had fled Naboo for the safety of the Alderanian flotilla. Now, decisions must be made about the future of the Drawl scientists, the crew's involvement in the Alliance, how to deal with Inquisitor Wink, and Tazi's relationship with her parents. Hey everyone, and welcome back. I am your host and GM Chris Ng. That's my brother Matt, the player. <clears throat> Hello. And uh, let's see. We need to roll a new destiny pool. Would you do the honors? Hooray. Yeah. All right. Green dice. It's the only manual five, one. Four, five. Mm -hmm. There you go. And wait, that's sideways. <laughs> okay, let's not flip everything on the table. That's a resounding. Ooh, five, five light, light? Three dark. Oh, geez, you did yeah. roll two double light sides. Wow, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two. But hey, at least you get some dark still. It's not just all light. I'm gonna abuse the crap out of this. This is beautiful. I love it. Fantastic. Oh, I want 30 extra starships. Disruptor pistol. Flip the light side for them to die. <laughs> I want to turn my hand into a lightsaber. Suddenly, a swarm of Minox drain the Star Destroyer dry. Wow. <clears throat> hey, at least I'm being okay, creative with mine. Click is standing on the top of a hill. It's a very beautiful hill. It's an artificial hill. It's a hill created on an Athorian... <laughs> Herdship, which if you listener do not know what that is it's basically a flying biome the Athorian planet Ithor was polluted heavily and they work no is that, is that how that works I'll have to look that up I might have to re-record this I'm just gonna go with it <clears throat> the Athorians uh, insert real facts here <laughs> the Athorians protect their planetary service fiercely to the point where almost nobody lives on the actual planet. Most of the Athorians live in these herd ships above the planet in orbit, and they work very hard to restore the planet back to its natural glory and grace. One of these ships has been loaned to the Alderanian Flotilla, the fleet of survivors from the destruction of Alderaan prior to the Battle of Yavin, an organization that you have interacted with twice but have never actually been allowed to go aboard. You've been here for right. a day. It's been pretty fun. You've been watching Trixel, the Redford Drawl, who was the expert at botany, run around playing with all the plants. You caught up with Talaric, <laughs> you slept a little bit, you mucked around with one of the Athorian hover skiffs that they use to tend to plants. Did we have a drag race, like Grease uh, style? Sure, but you know, it was a very slow drag race. It was one yeah. of those races <laughs> where you were on one and Tazi on the other, and you're going as fast as you can, both leaning into it, and then Kobe just rolls by at normal speed. <laughs> <laughs> both of us, like, tinkering with our, like, skiff as we're racing. I gotta get more power. Anyway, you are starting to get a little bored of hanging around here, but you know that there's business to attend a day before you met up with the the alliance fleet the day before that you were on naboo fleeing for your lives 
There was some displeasure by the Alliance commander in general that you had gone in by yourself. There was some displeasure from Reyna that Jinko and Kobe had gone in by themselves. <laughs> but the fact of the matter was that no one could stay on Naboo right now. Just things were too hot. Whether or not your stolen mansion has been compromised is uncertain yet. But you took your two ships, the Spice Wolf and the Smuggler's Ace. You took the TIE Interceptor prototype and you hightailed it out of there and met with the local Alliance Command Fleet. You gave them their personnel, their stolen ship, and you got in return the meeting with the Alderanian Flotilla. On the bottom of this hill, there's been a little table set up and you can see Reyna is having a meeting with some of the leaders from the Alderanian um, Council. Trixel is sitting with her along with Talric. The discussion has been going on for about 30 minutes. Tazi is sitting with you. What do you think they're talking about? You know what they're talking about. They're talking about whether they're going to allow Chixel to stay on the flotilla. Well, why not? They already took one. What do you mean, why not? Because they were all part of the same super secret Imperial brain trust that ended up creating the Death Star that destroyed their planet. Yeah, and good news. Now they have almost enough people to rebuild their own Death Star. I don't think a cyberneticist and a botanist are going to be able to rebuild a Death Star. Well... What about Captain? Uh, she did something. Powery. She's not staying, though. Well, not yet. Well, you think she will? Well, when she gets everyone. Why wouldn't she? Well, but, but what about us? Oh, Tazi. By the time we get everyone and do enough favors for the Alliance to allow us to meet with a flotilla every single time, we'll probably be dead. Uh, <laughs> why do you always say things like that? It's just truth, that's all. It's not truth. No, we're not going to die. We're all going to live happily together until we're very old. Or in your case, kind of old. You guys die kind of young, don't you? Yes, we do. Oh, boy. Like I said, dead. When I die, strap my corpse to, <laughs> to my... Uh, strap my corpse to my pod racer, hit it to max throttle, let me zip off into the sands of Tatooine. Let's see the great... Green fish, catch me now. Oh, I was gonna say you could pick a prettier planet, but I, I get you. You don't, you don't want any water nearby. Nope. Okay. Fast, no water, never gonna get me. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, I think I can actually, I, I can actually arrange that. Okay, I'll do I that. I know. That, that, that's die, why I asked. <laughs> okay, I will do that for you. Thank you. What would you like me to do if you die? Um, just uh, take me to my parents, I guess. Where would I find them? They're still here. Oh, right. Forgot about that. Wait, those are your parents? I thought it was just like an honorific term. You know, like Jawa's call, their elders, mom and dad. No, they're, they're literally my mom and dad. But do, do, but do that's you... who they are. Do you call your elders mom and dad? No, oh. you made that up. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry I didn't spend enough time in the sand crawlers of Tatooine to learn the cultural significances and intricacies of the Jawas. There's nothing intricate. We don't call our elders mom and dad. That's weird. Why would we do that? I don't know. It could be a translation error. Okay. Th You're still speaking for through a, a, a vocoder. Vocabulator. <sighs> okay. That's not important right now. You turn behind you to look at the rest of the scene. Most of the other force sensitives seem to be settling in onto the herd ship as well. Um, you're not exactly sure what each of them are doing, but... Because Mariana, the 
Mirialon girl that you saved with Zek earlier mm-hmm. is staying here. A lot of them are kind of feeling like this could be a nice place for them to hide out from the Empire. Zek did hitch a ride with you guys from the Alliance to this place, um, but he hasn't talked to you yet because he went on the Spice Wolf while you were piloting the Ace. Mm-hmm. Of course, to get all the uh, Force Sensitives there, Uziel and Rizi, uh I'm sorry, Uviel and Rizi also flew to the flotilla, and so they're still hanging about a little bit. And you can actually see Rizi wave over to Tazi, and she goes, Okay, uh, I'll be right back. And she gets up and goes to talk to her parents for a minute. In the meantime, you look back down to the base of the hill. The meeting seems to have concluded. Talaric and Trixel start heading off in one direction. Reyna begins her ascent toward you. Um, I start walking down the hill towards her. Well, that went surprisingly well. I hope so. I mean, we, you know, got them their ship, gave them a bunch of force guys. What's that to love? Well, neither of those things particularly particularly aid the Alderanian flotilla efforts, but I suppose if you look at it as a anti-imperial sentiment, I suppose we're doing all right. Who doesn't love the Jedi guys? It's difficult for me to understand the Alderanians, but then again, I think I'm not particularly their favorite person either. Maybe you should have someone else do the negotiations. How about next time I do it? No, that wouldn't... I appreciate the sentiment, but no. All right. You're the captain. (sighs) Surprisingly, I actually got them to agree to something rather significant. No? What's that? If I can find the rest of my old team, they'll take them all. What? Why? Or rather, I mean, good, but what's the catch? I'm not sure. That's why I'm hesitant. I think part of them believe that if I were to continually be rebuffed by them, I might make a deal with the Empire for their safety, and in which case my expertise would be brought into play. I might use my expertise in order to aid the Empire in one of their construction efforts. And have another flotilla. Exactly. So I believe part of it is that if they feel that I'm being aided by them, that I will continue to remain against the Empire, or at least neutral. Hey, um, maybe not a good question, but would you ever go back? Never. As I said, I didn't know what they were doing with my research. Well then, problem solved. (sighs) Yes, from your perspective and from my perspective, but they don't know that, and in all honesty, it seems to be helping me at the moment, so I'd rather they not. So, it's just a matter if we can locate the rest of my team and bring them back. How many of them were you? 25? <laughs> um, no. I think you gave me a number once. I did. Um, it's like 12. I had you... She actually showed you the... the picture. The hologram, yeah. right? Uh-huh. She pulls out the small holographic projector and you see the row of the graduating class picture of Drawl. <laughs> you see Reyna, Talaric, and Trixel. You see four others. Oh, hey, that's not bad. No, it's not. Although this individual right here, she points at one of them, we're not going to be able to get to him. I believe he still works for the Empire by but, choice. Ugh. Well, I mean, we can't really let him sit out there, can we? When we escaped, I believe he went back immediately. I don't know if there's going to be an option for retrieving him. Um, I didn't mean retrieve, Captain. Yes, well, I'm not an Alliance commander, am I? All I care about are rescuing those who want to be rescued. 
So that leaves Gaja, Quaru, and Damaril. Two points of the last three. And as it happens, Gaja and Quaru are in the same area. At least that's what Trixel told me. Wait, Trixel knew where they were? Yes, well, I don't know if you've been talking to Talaric and Trixel, but neither of them, or it seems any of them that I know, are particularly good at this whole hiding and starting a new life thing. To be fair, neither are you, Captain. Hey, I don't need those comments right now. I'm still the captain. Yes, Captain. So, I think we've come to terms with the fact that if we want to be free, I need to get these people to safety. Your friend seems to be intent on hunting them down in order to get to me. So once they're out of the, once they're safe, well, if she wants to take a shot at me, fine. Other than that, we can go about our lives peacefully, quietly, do whatever it is we do, which apparently seems to be stealing and smuggling. Uh, Captain. Yes. I have completely forgotten that she was after you. I got so caught uh, up in the whole me thing. Yes, well, that's um, that's rather normal for you. Is it? I don't know. I like to think I'm pretty selfless. <laughs> She's already walking away. <laughs> uh, Click is like looking to the side and upward, um, just smiling, just staring into the sky, thinking, <laughs> lost in thought. <laughs> Kobe nudges him. Boom, huh? boom. Right, Captain? Oh, but, ah. And so he starts, like, the camera pans out, and you see him doing, like, that stumbling run that everyone has to do when you try to run down a hill. <laughs> right. You know, he's trying to catch up to her. We have a diagonal swipe, and we are in the hangar bay of the herd ship, where several uh, larger starships are parked. The Smuggler's Ace, the Spice Wolf, and Tazi's parent ship, which is quite a bit larger than your two. And it's taking up most of the area. Your two droids, Kobe and uh, Rusty, are doing pre-flight preparations. And you can overhear Tazi and Reezy having a conversation. Now, dear, just take them, please. It's not, it's really nothing. We have more than enough droids. Mom, I don't need your droids. Tazi, I'll feel better about all of this adventuring you're doing if you have a few helping hands. It's only five droids. Mom, I can build my own droid. Look, I built Flim Flam. We cut to Flim Flam, who is uh, attempting to pick up a fixed piece of the starship. It's like a docking pylon. And then his arms fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe, can you put Flim Flam's arms back on? Uh, Kobe goes over and attaches one of them, picks up the other arm, and starts, like, rolling away. And Flim Flam starts chasing him. Kobe! (laughs) Wah, 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 wah. Alright, fine. I'll take your droids. Thank you, dear. They hug and say goodbye. Wait, there's not going to be any, like, parental scolding for having an astromech without a restraining bolt? Interesting, isn't it? Weird. Would you like to roll something? Yeah, I don't know what I'd roll, though. Um... Perception, I guess. Sure, I'll try perception. Two is fine. Fail with an advantage. The typical click roll. (laughs) You think that's a little odd. Um, but then you remember that Reezy has a crazy wrist device, so maybe that's some kind of super hypnotic restraining bolt. <laughs> Assuming that Kobe hasn't told him things, because I kind of feels like Kobe likes to keep secrets. He does. Very much so. It, it's not always that it's a secret, so much as he doesn't think it needs to be said. Or, like, he just doesn't... He doesn't think it's important to mention things. That's that's really what it is. So, um, 
they start loading those droids on. Um, I guess to the Spice Wolf, it has more room. Um, is are Uviel and Reezy still up there? They're around if you want to talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Hey there. How's it going? Hello, Click. Hey, um, weird question. Uh, can I get a forwarding uh, address or something? Um, where are you guys well, I mean, heading? We're on this ship, and we haven't really discussed where we're heading yet. Oh. We have a rather large amount of chromium to unload. Oh. Have you thought about Bespin? They like shiny stuff. Hmm. That's a pretty good idea, actually. Bespin. Yeah. Some shiny cloud cars, shiny casinos, shiny Ugnaught uniforms. So, so while, while he's going on about that, he turns to Reezy. Yeah. Well, the, the long and short of it is, like, Tanzi has my back, but I had no way to, like, guarantee I could have hers, you know? Um... So really, I mean, if she died, she told me I'd have to bring her to you guys, and I, I would just be completely lost if I had no idea where you were. <laughs> well, this is a morbid conversation, but uh, here, I'll give you our communication information. Hey, thanks. She gives you a data pad full of important information. <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to flip out. Oh, well. <laughs> much more even keel. Listen, um... Yeah. I saw your Bakra race. Oh, you did? Fan, huh? I pull out. <laughs> I start pulling out one of my, <laughs> my headshots. As mothers do, she patiently <laughs> indulges you as you ha- sign and hand her an autograph photo. I even write her name on it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know that you won't let anything happen to my daughter if you can manage. Hey, hey, none of this talk, all right? I have successfully saved her multiple times. Should I tell you about the time I fired myself through uh, out of an escape pod? No, no, she did not. Oh, well, you know, things happened. It's fine, though. Okay, listen, there's two things I want to say to you, and, and then we'll just call it a Have you heard okay? her play music yet? Well, that's one of them. Can you, I don't know, try to talk her out of that nonsense? Oh, heavens no. Okay, well, um... She points at one of the droids that's being loaded onto the ship. It's humanoid, looks sort of like a blocky protocol droid. It's painted, um... Hmm, kind of a dull gray. Oh, actually, it looks like it's never been painted. Like, it's still basic construction Durasteel. Mm-hmm. That droid there. Blockbot? Yeah. <laughs> Click has already started naming them. <laughs> Okay. I'll give you the command sequence on that data pad. She takes the back, programs something in. Only use it if she's in extreme danger. Um, good, uh, uh, what does it do? Maybe it's best if I don't tell you. Well, no, no, that's a terrible idea. How will I know if I'm able to use it? It will kill anything in its way until Tazi is safe. Oh, okay. See, that's not so bad. Um, how strict are its parameters? Like, if it's going to rip a hole in my ship and kill everyone on board, is that an acceptable thing, or...? It's not overly literal, no. It's probably the best bit of programming I've done on an assassin droid, but... Assassin droids are tricky business. Oh, does it have a personality? 
I hate it when they have personalities. Oh, all of my droids have personalities. I mean, personality's good in a droid, but never an assassin droid. Yes, well, it, um, it shouldn't go crazy until you activate the protocol. <sighs> um, it will assassinate targets if you tell it to, or, well, rather specifically if Posse tells it to, because I transferred ownership to her in the programming. Fair enough. Well, next time we have a high-value political target, I'll let Tazi take the reins. She gives you a pat on the head <laughs> and starts walking walking away. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> you glance briefly at Uville. Yeah, yeah. Shiny, a whole shiny cloud city. Just hey, the hey, whole thing. Hey, shiny. Uville. Uville. Uh, Reezy's kind of scary, isn't she? Uh, oh, I'm terrified. Is that where Tazi gets it from? Tazi, Tazi's not scary. She can be sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Half the time she's like you, like cowering and whimpering. But every once in a while... Just don't want to tell her. <laughs> well, good luck to you, buddy. I've got to make Cloud City shine. Ooh, you should use that as your motto. You know, you're right. I gotta write that down. <laughs> you turn back to the do- docking bay, and Zek is waiting for you a few steps away. Zek, how's it going? Your impulsivity ruined your shot, kid. What shot? Your little excursion to the prototype ship. What about I it? wanted to go with you because there was something we needed in order for me to help you find that fiend. What? Without it, I'm not going to be able to track her. Why didn't you say something sooner? I didn't think you were that impulsive, but I guess I should have known better. Even if I didn't go, they would have done it without me. You make a good point. In any case, there might be one way we can still make this work. I have to investigate it, though. I'll be in contact with you as soon as I uh, figure it out one way or the other. All right. Um, I hand him a data pad with some of the, you know, information on the new ship that we have, the Smuggler's Ace. Right. All right. If you run into her again, try to contact me. How do I do that? <laughs> he points at a small ship. I've managed to secure a little passage. Fair enough. I'll give you that data. We'll be in touch. Good luck. He takes a few steps toward his ship, hey. pauses, very deliberately, deliberately turns and says, May the Force be with you. Hey, Zek. Mm. What's going to happen with all those Force sensitives? I don't know. He turns around and continues to walk off. I turn around and walk away. Uh, where's Tazi? Tazi's on board the Spice Wolf. Okay. I'll wait then. You're hanging around between the two ships and you can see the Nautilon. Well, I guess you... Click wouldn't recognize him, but nope. it was one of the Nautilons that um, was part of the Force-sensitive group, mm-hmm. and he's kind of hanging around looking back and forth. Hey, buddy. Lost? No. Um, my name's uh, Watmo. Your uh, fluttery friend. He saved me. That doesn't sound like him. He shrugs. Him and that droid, they saved my life. They brought me here. The other Force-sensitives, they, uh, they want to hide out here, but that's not how I like to live my life. I did once work as a smuggler, and I was kind of hoping maybe you guys needed a little crew. Well, I don't know about that. Hey, wait, was that a dig at us? <laughs> roll, um, roll coercion. Okay. Against two is fine. Two green, two purple. One success. Oh, hey, um, no, sorry, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about that, Mon, I just, uh, he looks back and forth. Look, I can't stay here. If you don't need crew, 
At least let me bum a ride, huh? Uh, that's not my call. I talk to the captain. You know, scary drawl. Okay then. Marina calls for a crew meeting between the two ships. <laughs> she orders Flim Flam to put down a crate, you know, to act as a makeshift table. Uh huh. He tries, his arm falls off again. Tazi mutters to herself and, and tries to weld it back on. The Nautilon kind of stands a few feet away, out of earshot, but looking, looking as if he's waiting. Mm-hmm. All right, crew, you are all aware of the situation. I want to locate my past allies, but we have some decisions to make. We've got two ships and a bit of crew. I believe this young Nautilon man could be of assistance in that area, um, as well is, as Tazi's new droids. His name is Watmo. Right, yes, Watmo. So Watmo might be able to join our crew in whatever other endeavors we have. Basically, if you don't want to go on the adventure, we can send the other ship to be making money. Of course, I'm a captain and a leader, but Click is also now one of the captains. And you know that I've always preferred a democratic approach to operating this crew, so I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, Captain, I don't understand the question. We're just going to go get your friends, right? Yes, I know that, but do you... I'm not sure if everyone wants to continue to risk their lives in such endeavors. I'm pretty sure everyone does. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't mind risking my life, but I do have a small problem. I have not yet paid off my bounty to Bodega the Hut. Wait, are you kidding me? What? We've been busy. No, we haven't. You've been sitting on a mountain of credits for like a month at least. Yes, but we've been doing jobs to get those credits, and then we had to hide out at Naboo. Yeah, and then on Naboo, you could have just, like, phoned him up and said, Hey, can I wire this to you? You don't have to show up at his palace with his, like, with a briefcase. I didn't want to transmit from our secret hideout. Look, if there's anyone you can trust, it's the Huts. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need money. They already have it. I'm surprised. I will be surprised if they even take my payout. Oh, please. You think they're, they're going to turn down that much money? No, they will take it and then demand more. Well, it seems reasonable that we could just send one of the ships off to deal with that issue. We really should take care of that. I'm tired of the bounty hunters. The more pressing matter in that particular situation, then, would be, do we trust Watmo with 60,000 credits? Um, do not Nautilons have life debts? No. Criff. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I, I don't know the guy. Did you go? None of us know him. We could hire someone we do know. Or we could always just go ourselves, I guess. It seems a bit out of the way. Look, I could go with him, and then I'll meet up with you afterwards. Don't be silly. There's no point in that. There's a lot of point in that. Look, you just told us that there's a good chance he's going to take the money and shoot you. Yeah, if anything, someone else should go with him and then meet up later. Not you. That seems dangerous. Yeah. Ah, Criff. He has no way to get there, does he? Who? Watmo. Well, you have two ships. Right. So if someone's going to go with him. Well, I mean, one of the droids my mom gave me is a pilot droid. How good of a pilot droid? I named them all. There's Skippy, Crunch Crunch, Tumblewheel, and Doom Blast. Oh, and Doc. Uh, Which one's Blockbot? I gave you the yeah, list. Yeah, I see. Uh, weird question. Why did you name that one Doom Blast? Um, oh, that one was the name Mom already gave it to him. I don't really know why he's called Doom Blast. We'll talk this later. Uh, 
<laughs> Tumble wheel is a great name. Is Crunch Crunch the same lifter that Kobe sliced earlier? Yep, it's the same one. That's amazing. Big old guy. <laughs> I actually built these droids using the special modifications rules. Ooh. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, and it works really well. Oh, one day I'll have to do a a mechanic build. Yeah, you'll have to. Well, I mean, you guys could, Kobe could build it. The rolls aren't that super difficult, but I just like the results. Oh yeah. I used um, Reezy's actual skill block. Oh nice. And and just kind of rolled them until I came up with these uh, these these buddies. I like that. That's cool. Or we could just put it off some more. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're the one that brought it up. Okay, fine. If you don't want to split up, then I'll just wait until we're done with this mission. I mean, what? I, honestly, every place we found your friends have been... Well, actually, no, one was Bespin and the other was Terminus. That was not that out of the way, I suppose. Hey, wait. Uh, Captain, quick question. Yes. You said they were in the same area. How refined of an area do you have them narrowed down to? Duxon. Bless you. <laughs> Knowledge core worlds, please. Okay, two let's see. Whoops. Three green versus two purple. Fail. Bless you. Bless you. The moon around Onderon. Forest moon. Jungle moon. Not ringing any bells, huh? All right. Well, uh, Duxon oh. is a jungle moon that surrounds the whole world of Onderon. Onderon used to be a member of the Confederacy of Separatists, although it was taken over by a rebel cell led by Republic and the Jedi. Duxon has a very interesting history, uh, which also includes a stint as the home operating base of the Mandalorians. You spend a lot of time on history, don't you? It's just, I don't know, I was never very good at it. <laughs> Okay, so we know they're on a moon. Wait, when was the last time Trixel saw them? She apparently communicated with them only two weeks ago, despite my strict instructions to make sure no one communicates with one another. How about the fact that the two of them were actually traveling together? Yes, well, Quaru is not quite one to listen to my advice. Well, that shouldn't be too bad. Jinko, we can go take care of Huts after this. Fine, fine, let's just head to Duxin then. Which ship are we taking? Uh, are we taking both? We could take both. Well, I don't think the flotilla is going to let us stash a ship here. And um, what about Watmo? Are we taking him along? Yeah, yeah, sure. Watmo, you're coming with me. Oh, thank you. You're not going to regret this. I better not. I promise I'm going to be a big, important member of your crew. Oh, I did it again. You oh, did no, it again. So... <laughs> I draw my blaster. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. He runs onto the ship. What sort of smuggler is he? He's a bit of a coward. I holster the blaster. I turn to Kobe, and I grab him by the shoulders. Kobe, I need you to stay with them on the Spice Wolf. Because, again, I still whoa. don't trust any of them to fly. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, what about that weird pilot? What about that weird pilot? Do you know the droid? Hmm. You should take a look at them before we leave. You're right. I really should. You go aboard the wolf? Yeah. Hey, Skippy! A droid turns to you. Uh, he's boxy as well. Imagine, um, what's that guy from Borderlands? Claptrap? Yeah. So imagine him, but with no wheel and huge Doug-like arms. 
that he walks around on. Um, I throw like I don't know, it's like a ball or something, some some object. I, I how about a wrench, spanner? Okay. I throw a spanner at him. Tong. <sighs> hey, why are you doing that? It's supposed to be a reaction test, Skippy. Well, my arms are currently being used to hold myself up. <sighs> Do you overthink things, don't you? No, my processors operate until the problem is complete. <sighs> okay, you know what? We need to try something first. Captain? Yes? Um, I'm sure Tazi's mother, uh, Reezy, is really great. She's really a peach. But we have no idea how good her droids are. May I have your permission to test Skippy on this planet ship thing? I suppose so. Wonderful. Skippy, with me. What's with you? Come with me. Follow. Oh, very well. I lead him down to the uh, cargo bay of the Spice Wolf. Uh Uh-huh. I pull back a tarp to reveal my pod racer. It stares at you. Get in. Oh, very well. Conk, 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 punk. I like scrunching behind him. Uh. All right. Take us for a quick lap. I do not understand your command. Fly this thing. He turns it on. <laughs> Where would you like me to fly it? Uh, how about you go up that hill and stop there as fast as you can? Fast as you can, buddy. I am able to pilot the vehicle at any speed you want. Please select a speed. <sighs> Maximum speed. Very well. What do you want to go at maximum speed? What? I don't understand what you're saying. Tazi! He's really literal. Reezy said she had the, all of her droids of personality. This isn't personality. This is well, the personality of a, of, a, of, a, of a... I don't know. A, a Bantha. Look, he's fine. You just have to be really specific with the commands, okay? He's not going to be operating a pod. Get, get him out of that pod. No. Get him out of the pod. No. Skippy. Accelerate to half throttle speed to navigate this pod racer up to the top of that hill and then stop at the top. Very well, sir. <laughs> he does so. Was it like good it's a, or it's, steady? It's fine. It's, you know, it's how a droid flies. Mm. It's very mechanical, very smooth, but also, you know, for a pod racer like yourself that finds that there's an art form to the race, that there's an almost spiritual connection between you and speed, mm-hmm. it feels very inhuman. <laughs> Skippy, accelerate this pod racer to maximum speed and dock and land us back in the landing or land us back in the cargo hold of the Spice Wolf without damaging us. He attempts to do so and um he attempts to do so, bringing the zipping Zillow to full speed, and then he bumps into a tree, <laughs> and then immediately throttles back and goes, I'm sorry, I am unca- I am incapable of flying this vehicle at that speed safely. Then watch me. I, like, push him to the side, and I get into the seat. You fly it back beautifully, with a lot of style and panache. Nearby Athorians are clapping and cheering, like, <laughs> whoa! One of them succeeds his role and goes, that's click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? Con click just flew by. <laughs> OK, Skippy, that's how a pilot is. He stares at you. Click, you're not going to impress him. He's a droid. I'm not just trying to impress him. I'm trying to teach him. Skippy, go back to your piloting position. Skippy climbs out of the thing. 
Okay, he's a droid. He gets he gets programmed, not taught. Well, program him with the ability to fly better. Because if you start getting shot at, or you need to escape things, then what are you gonna do? Look, the captain can fly the Spice Wolf just fine, and Skippy can co-pilot. Okay. All right. Fine. I feel better with that answer. Oh, hey, are we alone? What do you mean, are we alone? I'm looking around. Yeah, we're alone. Why? Okay, so I was talking to Reezy. Um, first off, she tried to convince me to give the music thing. Uh, I said, no way. Uh, mm, yeah. Secondly, she wanted me to talk to you about, uh, what was it, Doom Blast? Yeah, Doom Blast. Yeah. Um, that's an assassin droid. Oh, Mom. She's been trying to give me an assassin droid since I was like, ugh, since I barely became an adult. But like, a legitimate assassin droid. Yeah, yeah, I know. She thinks, she's just so overprotective. I mean, come on, I can take care of myself. I've been taking care of myself without an assassin droid. Well, she transferred ownership to you. So if you need to assassinate something, you have the authority. Ugh, I really would rather not. Doomblast is kind of rude. Is he? Wait, I gotta go meet that guy. You go back up to the upper cargo deck and you see Doomblast is standing in the corner as he is told to do. Hey there, box bot. Yeah. I'm sorry, were you talking to me? Yeah, you know, the boxy bot. My designation is Doom Blast. You don't sound very I excited about it. I your tiny little brain to remember that, though. Wow, you're snarky. What protocol is that? Cantina language? The protocol... <laughs> It's the protocol I use when I'm talking to inferior life forms. See, I had a, if I was a betting, if, if I was a betting Chadra fan, I would have had my credits down on the phrase lesser beings. Oh, you're a Chadra fan. I thought you were a Gizka. I thought you were useful. Well, that would have to mean that you understood what useful meant. But being a Chadra fan, you probably don't. That's funny. I could dismantle you faster than you can blink. You could try. But then you'd have a big, gaping, burned hole in your chest, and I don't think your Jawa friend would like that so well. You mean your master? I don't have a master. Your owner? Watch it. Hey, when it's transferring ownership, that means there's an owner. A compartment opens up on his shoulder and a vibro sword flies out of it. He grabs it midair and goes to strike you down, and then he just collapses over. <laughs> Oh, darn it. He's got such a faulty power core. She kicks it a couple times. Uh, I'm gonna have to reboot him later. Huh. I was gonna have something different happen. <laughs> oh, what were you gonna do? When they were, like, arguing, like, the door was gonna open behind, like, click, and Kobe would just be sitting there in the doorway staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bring it up because that's actually one of his um, oh, that's one attributes. Of <laughs> the faulty power core? Yeah, it's called erratic power core. So oh, if man. he rolls really negatively, he will just re randomly shut off. That's so good. That is a really good thing. Like the, the book. I mean, it's a terrible thing it for is. a droid to have. But it's like right. it adds a lot of character to it. Let me just go through this real quick just yeah. so that you're aware. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to make um, character tokens. I just haven't gotten to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Skippy. Uh, he is overly literal, as I mentioned before. That's uh, part of his attributes. Oh man! Wow, they did. They picked interesting things too. Yeah, and he is also um, spe he specialized equipment. So he has a black die to anything that he's not good at. So he's only good at 
He only has skills in astrogation computers and piloting space. Oh. If he attempts to do anything else, there's an automatic black die because he's not built for it. Okay. Uh, Crunch Crunch is the lifter droid. He has athletics of two. And he rolled, I think, a, a triumph. And so he got one free combat skill. And so I gave him one in brawl. Nice. Uh, Tumblewheel. You haven't met Tumblewheel yet, but Tumblewheel is basically a um, a sphere with a whole bunch of arms. And he, you know, cartwheels around to move about. Mm-hmm. He's a mechanic droid. Um, and he rolled a positive that removed a uh, black die from any mechanics check. So he has a rank in computers, two ranks in mechanics, and he rolled the uh, personality trait reliable, which means that he will always come through for his owner. Nice. Uh, I told you Doom Blast has erratic power core. He's also um, difficult to up to customize, so you have to increase the difficulty by one if you want to change any of his loadout. Mm-hmm. He's also has the personality trait abrasive. Did you like? Did you roll? different like characteristics and then decide which droid got it or is that like this is the assassin droid so here here's how it works when you do the assassin droid uh you have to build a nemesis chassis (laughs) and it's actually against five purple die oh geez and so then you can spend the threats generated on different levels of setbacks and so one of them was i think he rolled six threats (laughs) Wow. I built him. And so three of them were spent on the erratic power core. And then two of them, I believe, were spent. I don't know the specifics, but one of them was spent on negative personality trait. And then um, if you roll a lot of threats, you can choose. Or if you roll a few threats, it's random. So I just use random. Uh-huh. And it came up with abrasive. That's funny. But his stats are crazy. He has gunnery, gunnery ranks. So this is how many ranks he has. Four in gunnery, four in ranged light, four in ranged heavy, four in melee, two in cool, one in xenology, two in mechanics, two in stealth, uh, as two adversary, and he does 30% extra crit damage. So basically he can kill anyone on the ship. Yeah, I mean, he's literally a nemesis class character, where the, everyone else I rolled as rivals. That's insane. And then Doc is the medical droid. He is a little floaty medical droid. He has Xenology 1, Medical 2. He does plus 2 heal on any medical check that he does. Nice. And he rolled the uh, characteristic trait Impulsive. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay. So So he's he's, he's the robot Hawkeye Pierce then. Yes. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) point of view. Any final things before we take off and jump into hyperspace? Anyone you want to talk to? Any preparations you want to make? research about duxon uh click would not research i mean even at this point in his experience right. like in his life and everything he still wouldn't think the research is necessary i mean he didn't even say the track he was gonna race on you know yeah so i'll use my new favorite fr- favorite phrase from last session which is do you want to make break or take anything Ugh, you keep using that it doesn't make sense sure it does why <laughs> i can't make anything there's nothing to break and I'm yes. on an Athorian herd ship. <laughs> I'm just asking. Well, there, there's there's nothing here to... There's not even, like, stores or anything, so... Okay, so you pile onto your ship. Uh, who are you taking with you? You're taking Watmo, mm-hmm. Rusty. Yep. Anyone else? Nope. Okay. The rest of the crew piles onto the Spice Wolf. The two ships 
lift off and fly away from the Alderanian flotilla and make the leap into hyperspace. Silhouette Zero is a production of us, the Ing Brothers. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps people find the show. Or you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash zero. If we reach our next goal, Matt and I are going to do a bonus series of Force and Destiny. So check it out. You can always talk to us on Twitter at Chris or at Matt. That's spelled S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And if you want more of me, uh, Heroes of the Hiding Way at thehidingway.com. Until then, may the Force be with you. Hold on, I just heard a kid. I'm not sure if it's my kid or an outside kid. That's for the blooper reel. We do that all the time. Is that our kid or is that an outside baby? <laughs> outside baby? Is that you? Cry <laughs> twice if you're a wildling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was outside baby. Okay, we're good. <laughs>